This is Cole. Learn how to tell stories in logic. My God. <laughs> You're so, this is so hard. And this is Ron. Yes. I hate your guts. Oh, that's a lie. That's a lie right there. Oh, desperation is a stinky cologne. We are the creative team. Oh, my God. I quit. Well, it's the big hole. Did you really just book that? <laughs> Michael Jordan and The Undertaker. Uh, in your face. One of them has 30 years, and the other one is just Michael Jordan. Woo! Welcome back to another exciting episode of... Oh! The Creative Team. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another exciting episode of... The Creative Team. I am your host, Cole Dawson, and with me, as always, my hashtag team partner, Ron Kilborn. Ronald, a little bit of cryptic tweets or quick cryptic social media stuff. You uh, participated in the little bit of uh, ask me any random thing, and someone asked you if you're going to return to the ring, and your response was, stay tuned. Is there some breaking news that we need to know about, buddy? No. (laughs) <laughs> oh, just fucking with the fans. No, no, no. I mean, you know, you just got to keep the thirst traps alive because if you give them a straight answer, they'll never, they'll never stop asking. So <laughs> it's true. they call me Ron Demand. Oh, Ron Demand. <sighs> Nobody calls me that. <laughs> but I am doing swimmingly, sir. How are you? I, I, I see that you've returned from a nice epic adventure. Uh, an adventure it definitely was. Um, so I spent the week of July 4th through the 11th in Charlotte, North Carolina. Woo! Home. Yes, exactly. Flair country. Uh, and I did talk, was talking with some of the locals down there. He said, oh, yeah, uh, Nature Boy is here frequently, and he goes to the local restaurants right around here in this area. So keep your eyes peeled. I did not happen to bump into him, unfortunately, but... Uh, it was a great week. There was a world championship for the Dawson Dawson slash Vaughn family. Uh, it was not my course, unfortunately. We did not win gold medals again uh, as we did in 2017. But uh, my cousin, Chris Vaughn, uh, is reigning supreme as the number one barbershopper in the world again. He is a two-time international quartet gold medalist. And there's only a handful of people that have won multiple gold medals. Uh, the base in his quartet, Gary Lewis, won his third international gold medal on his third different part. So he has won a gold medal singing tenor, baritone, and bass now. And that is ultra impressive because the tenor notes are the really high notes. And then the bass notes are the ones way down here. So if you could do both of those things, uh, you're pretty awesome. So it was absolutely an epic week. It was the first time uh, that the Barbershop Harmony Society has uh, been uh, for the last 73 years now. Nope, sorry, 83 years. We had been a male-only organization. And this year, for the first time ever, women joined us on the stage as our new motto is everyone in harmony as it should be. And a an all-female quartet finished fourth in the entire world for barbershop quartets. So that was absolutely fantastic. And... Uh, being from Southern California, uh, Ronald, when's the last time you can remember any rain in general at all, period? like <laughs> I mean, uh, a few months ago. But going back to the the, fe- the females being allowed to be in the barbershop quartet uh, competition. 
So it's safe to say that my idea for a salon shop quartet is off the table now. I mean, we could do that. Can we? It was patent. <laughs> pen, it was patent pending. Uh, so, but a uh, uh, one cool thing that happened is now, uh, you know, as of even five years ago, uh, being someone that had three daughters and no sons, the uh, dream of sharing the international contest stage with my children is now a, th- a reality. Um, having three daughters where I can share the stage with my three girls someday down the line if they'll, uh, you know, if I can get them to jump on board. It'll be fantastic. Um, but one of the highlights of the show was the night, uh, being from Southern California, we live in a desert, and I don't think it's rained in 12 months, uh, maybe a few sprinkles here and there. Every single night in Charlotte, North Carolina, we got treated to lightning and thunder and pouring down rain. And one of these such nights... Uh, we walked out of the venue, which is where the Charlotte Hornets play basketball, uh, the Spectrum Center in Charlotte, and it was pouring sideways uh, and like big old drops. And uh, my wife and I had to walk the half mile to the hotel <laughs> in the pouring down rain. It was raining so hard. There was so much water flowing down the streets and getting into the sewer system, the storm drain, that the manholes were spinning and d- jumping on the manhole pits, and we were wa- outside in that rain for a good 15 minutes. We giggled like kids all the way, but uh, it kind of ruined our dinner plans because we were not about to. <laughs> that was fun. I wish you all could see Ron's face right now because something happened. <laughs> Over there, the lights changed, everything changed, and his face went sideways. Uh, but yeah, it was fun, and uh, we were completely soaked. It took uh, <laughs> took all night for our shoes to dry out. I only had my very uncomfortable dress shoes and my comfortable walking shoes, so I was like there with the hair dryer all day, trying to make sure I could walk the next day. So was it still hot as balls out there? Oh my god, it felt like it. It felt like you know. When you take a pizza or something out of the oven, you know that feeling right there by the oven? That's what it feels like at 2 in the morning in Charlotte, North Carolina right now. <laughs> yeah, it feels like the weather is sweating. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely uh, a week of, of weather I've never experienced before. And, uh, all, uh, of course, some lifelong memories. And uh, I got to share, you know, my cousin winning an international gold medal. I got to be there and witness it with my own eyes. I got to celebrate and do a little singing with him after, which was fantastic. So my uh, my heart is full. My soul is right. And now it's time for you to fuck it all up. Oh, yeah, I was going to suggest, I was going to say, like, you know, you, you didn't win, but did you, like, place it all? Like, is there, was there any sort of, like, you know, uh, winning of any kind for uh, for your quartet? Well, so uh, so our chorus finished sixth out of 37. They give out medals to the top five. So for the first time in 37 Ooh. years, 37 years of competing, uh, the chorus did not finish in the medals. So it was a little bit of a, an interesting feeling. The thing that really kind of sucked was we were the absolute first chorus on the stage in competition from Southern California on the East Coast singing at 10 a.m. in the morning, which equates to 7 a.m. California time. And to be ready to sing our best, at you know, as best as we could at 10 a.m., we had to be rehearsing at 
4.30 a.m., which is 4.30 West Coast time for those keeping track. So at 4.30 in the morning, we were fed and uh, dressed in our outfits, ready to start singing. So, um, And then what kind of sucked is basically we were in first place until the, te- the 12th course went. And then we were in second place until course number 34 walked onto stage. And then 34, 35, 36, and 37 knocked us out of the medals. And so we sat there for a, day, a full day and a half. Uh, waiting to for that and then we watched the last four courses go and it was like oh it was nervous time after that i i will say uh the chorus from uh the music city nashville tennessee was phenomenal they were hilarious absolutely hysterical everyone was laughing when they walked off the stage uh I very much wanted them to win. I was no longer hoping for a gold medal because they deserved it. They earned it. They were absolutely fantastic. And it was one of those performances uh, for all of us. We, in Barbershop, we all call ourselves a mutual admiration society. So the opposite of professional wrestling, where we all root for our, the, uh, you know, our opponents to you know, fall down on their face so that we can make all the money and do all the things. Uh, barbershop, we're all rooting for each other. And so when they walked off stage, it was like, holy balls, I hope they won because they deserve it. And so I wasn't too disappointed. And then when my cousin won, who is basically my barbershop hero uh, and the reason I'm doing this wonderful hobby, uh, it, it made my weekend for me and I was fine at that point. Now I'm just excited to get back to work and uh, try to build some things up. I'm kicking around a few ideas for uh, to do some stuff with maybe the youth in the Inland Empire. So uh, uh, it it just it's uh, absolutely got me motivated to dig deeper and be more committed to barber shopping in the future. Because uh, I saw you did some singing this last week too. How was that for you? Oh, it's a that's a nice little plug. Thank you, sir. And I'm actually going to do my my uh, studio friend a favor by uh, adding the track to the end of this episode. Um, nice. Yeah, uh, I on a whim, my buddy built his studio. He's got a vocal booth, a whole uh, studio set up for his bedroom, and uh, he asked me if I would lay down vocals on on a cover. And you know, it, it, two thousand kids, uh, t- year two thousand kids. If you know the band System of a Down, you're in for a treat. And I hope you all enjoy it. I'm gonna put it on the end of this episode after the outro. So stay tuned after the outro. Now, Cole. In an, in an effort to piggyback on your attempt at a transition, I love <laughs> I love that you're you know that you placed sixth, but the medals were reserved from one through five. So in a way, you were right there in the yeah. winner's circle, but not quite. So on paper, you lost, but you felt like a winner because it was such a magical day, and Absolutely. that is exactly how the winner of this draft. <laughs> will feel because there is no winners or losers on this draft. There is only losers and better losers because this is part two of the long-anticipated Sabotage Draft. This is the only draft where we collectively agreed upon that it needed a sequel I don't think any of our drafts uh, warrant a sequel except for this one because there is so much content that could be applied to these drafts. And I was very much proven right on that point 
as I was coming up with your roster because <laughs> that is the theme of this draft. Because normally on the normal drafts, we draft our own rosters, thus create our own cards to beat each other. Whereas on the sabotage drafts, we get to pick each other's roster and we basically have to make chicken salad out of chicken shit. Now, as I was creating your roster, and I had plenty of time to do so, and I had a blast doing it, there was one thing that I didn't really consider, is that normally, and I think whoever strategeries this way, uh, they need to play towards the judges. But how do you play towards the judges when your roster isn't decided on your own? So... I had to really, do I really just give him a bunch of bullshit? <laughs> because I think a crutch in this matter would be if I give them, every, if I give them a bunch of people that they don't know, then it's like pretty much guaranteeing me a win, and that's no fun. I at least got to give them people that they know. Uh, because the, uh, oh, spoiler alert, ladies and gentlemen, our judges next week are an alumni, a one-time alumni, for good reason. And they're returning with a bang, and it's called Booze and the Dudes. Uh, we got Chuck, Joe, and Dick the Cock, Richard Spores, Dick Spores, the, the guy that doesn't like Ricky Steamboat, you know, that guy. Yeah. They're yeah. coming back, long anticipated, so they are the epitome of recency bias. So it's kind of like, you know, how do we pick our rosters for each other? So I try to go with people they people with people that they knew, much to the chagrin of competition, because I knew for a fact if I would have just threw a bunch of guys oh, at yeah. them that they yeah. don't know, I would have had this in the bag. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I could just go with, like, 70s enhancement talent, and I'd be fine yeah. for doing this. But that's not the fun of this. The fun is is trying to get you to put together matches that would be so bad that people know would be god-awful terrible and so that we get a little bit of, we get a little bit of laughter out of this i think that's the the punchline if we were just picked obscure people like fantasio you know the whole draft was just fantasios then it would this wouldn't be as fun as if we've got something like you know uh don't give it away no, no, I'm, I'm going to go with people we've already drafted. That is another caveat for part two of the Sabotage draft, ladies and gentlemen. We cannot give each other anyone who's already been drafted. So there are 40 entities, tag teams, females, males, that have already been drafted. So I'll just pick one from that. We'll go with Heidenreich versus Dr. Isaac Yankum. That's the kind of thing where you're like, wow, this is on your card. People know how awful that would be, and the promos would be awful, and everything would be awful. And so it's not fun if we just go with, you know, Fantasio and Miguel Perez. Because Miguel Perez was fine. It's just he was the Chia Pet guy in, uh, you know, that group. Los that Bariquas. I can't think of right now. Yeah, Los Bariquas. And so people are like, eh, okay, I just don't care. Whereas, oh my god, this is going to be terrible, I think is the desired effect. So, are we ready to start this draft, good sir? I am so ready. Do you have your fake uh, worked coin? Yes, I have my fake my, my coin app as opposed to flipping a real coin. So you can go ahead and call it, sir. I will call it. It is going to be Tails. Flipping, flipping, flipping. That Ooh, is Tails. Tails. All right, do you want to go first, Ronald, or do you want to give me, or for, yeah, do you want to pick for me first and then take two bags of shit, or do you want me to pick first for you and give me two bags of shit? This time, <laughs> sir, I will opt 
to go second. I will be I will be giving you two bags of shit, and you give me the first bag of shit. All right. So the first bag of shit. Um, big swole, Ronald. Oh, Ronald right. gets big swole. <laughs> oh man. See, I better add her on Twitter so that way she can, uh, you know. <laughs> so you can hear this and call us racist. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> she she bad at her job. Yeah, she can crucify <laughs> me, crucify me for how I book her. Um, oh, there you go. Yeah, no, that, that's fine. Big swole, you know. Yeah, I mean, much like her head, big swole. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> she will be a great asset, ass at to uh, this roster, and that's where it starts and ends for her. Ends. Uh, so um, my two, I think now I picked these twenty entities, and then as I was reading it, that's when I started ordering it. And I was like, these two are going up top, and I hope that I get to pick two in a row. And the stars have aligned, and I get to do so. And one is an attachment to a very hot topic on this show. And my number one seed for your roster is none other than Dink. (laughs) Oh, yes, Cole. I thought about it. I thought about it. I was like, Hornswoggle and Dink, but then I'm like, no, that's too entertaining. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean. All right, Dink the Clown. Dink oh. the Clown is number one for your roster. Now, number two, you know, uh, it's it's much smaller uh, than Dink. And uh, my my criteria for this was, was based on our original criteria. Criteria, sorry. Anybody who's had a match on live television or pay-per-view is qualified oh no for this bracket and i'm just gonna rip it off like a band-aid your number two on your roster prompts a question what does everybody want oh my god that's right you have head (sighs) one match was had on national television was booked in a match. You and, are correct, sir. And head lost because Brian Christopher put a bottle of head and shoulders on its neck and pinned it to the mat. Oh. I'm proud of myself. Now, Cole, well. I cannot <laughs> wait. I cannot wait to see how you top Dink and Head. <laughs> well, you did this to yourself because since the criteria is anyone that had a match, uh, I'm giving you Shawn Michaels' tag team partner, God. Yes! Oh, my God. The spotlight glory. That was on the list, too. (laughs) But, like, you know, who would vote against God? So, I'm going to – I can't wait to book it. He's in the main event. There you go. And I'm going to just do this. I'm giving you the worst tag team that I've ever seen in my entire life, The Ascension. Oh, that's the worst tag team you've ever seen in your entire life? Yes. On a planet that houses the heartthrobs? Yep, I'd rather have the heartthrobs and the uh, American males and, I don't know, public enemy would oh, be better than man. the Ascension. Okay, I'll take them. I'll take them. Uh, the big one's a nice guy. Um, I'm sure they're swell. I'm sure they are swell. Uh, okay, so these next two is going to be fun because they both share the same first name. Now, one of which 
you could be celebrating because on paper this sounds fun as fuck. And he has a place in in everyone's heart. But in the wrestling world, he is eye-rolled and laughed at so hard and so much that I couldn't possibly leave him off this list. And I'm going with former WCW heavyweight champion, David Arquette. (laughs) Ron is out for blood today. Oh, David Arquette. All right, one more. <laughs> yeah, speaking of blood, this one shares blood with who's going to have their last match, and I'm talking about David Flair. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Do you smell the green? Oh, that, I mean, that, 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 that's a possible main event right there in and of itself. David Arquette versus David Flair mm. for the world championship. <laughs> oh, Oh, man. Okay. Well, I'm just going to keep going with god-awful tag teams. Yes. You're getting the Gemini. Oh, the Gemini. Oh, my gosh. I wish I had Simon Dean. Oh, oh Simon re- Dean remember, perfect. <laughs> remember when I was going through my wrestling figures and I had to ask you who the fuck they were because I couldn't remember? <laughs> Oh my gosh! You that's actually how, spent money on these people and forgot who they were. Correct. Amazing. Uh, and now, so now that we're here, uh, we're going to keep things going. I am giving you fake Razor Ramon, the oh. fake Razor Ramon. I'm, I'm fine with that. <laughs> I'll take it. I will take it. And you know, it's a good transition because um, you know. We wouldn't have the fake Razor Ramon without this idea, man. Uh, this is the brainchild of this person, and he's had plenty of matches that shouldn't have happened. Your next pick, bro, is Vince Russo. Oh, I considered it. I really considered having him on my list, but I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. I considered Russo and Bischoff, but both of them, I was like, yeah, but at least we can get some promos, some segments, something that's entertaining on it. So, like, I'm okay with Russo because I could come up with something. Oh, now that's a soundbite. I'm okay with Russo. That's a shirt. <laughs> now, this next person, fantastic to look at. Even a television celebrity in her own right <clears throat> after wrestling. Um, but when it comes to wrestling, it is the worst thing you'll ever see someone attempt to do. And I'm giving you the very topical currently famous maurice i am not mad at it at all someone would would be i would love to meet maurice in person Mm. i would love to have her on my roster i i think she's better than you give her credit for oh that's what a lie sounds like Uh, but i i think uh maurice and head sound like a good matchup for me oh for anyone all right moving right along So uh, I have a little bit of a strategy here that I, I'm going to try out for the first time, and I'm hoping it works out to my advantage. I'm giving you the Body Donnas. Ooh, okay. So two gym tag teams. I like it. Okay. Van Hammer. Oh my gosh, mesh top and all. Do I get like, do I get like early '90s Van Hammer, or do I at least get Flock Van Hammer? Sure. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, it wasn't a full name and gimmick change, so uh, I'm okay with it. Okay. Well, I, I was going to ask. Let's let's actually just clarify this right now. Let's get this under 
underway because we did use Dr. Isaac Yankum in the first in the first go around here. So I wanted to ask the question, is it okay to use people's other iterations and then like so like like Avatar and Al Snow? Like if I wanted to give you Al Snow in the sabotage draft and we've already drafted Avatar, does that disqualify Al Snow or are we going since it's no, a different personality altogether? We're going gimmick by gimmick. You know, you okay, gave, you gave me works. Avatar, Al Snow's on the table. All right, perfect. So is Leaf Cassidy. All right, all right. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So sticking oh. with WCW, I oh, you went into the WCW bag of shit. That's fantastic. Didn't you just give me Van Hammer? Correct. Okay, so while we're here, <laughs> I am going to give you a veteran of WCW, one of the mainstays, and definitely on television. More than most wrestlers, I'm giving you Nick Patrick, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, God. Yes. This is not fair. Kenny Powers himself. He might count the three to one of his matches. This is not fair. Not fair, huh? He wrestled more than once on WCW, on national TV and pay-per-view. And we're going to keep the WCW train rolling, and I do mean train, and buckle your seatbelts, kids. We're going on the ice train. I just drafted you, ice train. I'm okay with that. He can work. I mean, nobody knows who he is. Nobody knows who he is, but but he can work. Well, <clears throat> it's gonna be a good Google research. Since you're going low, I guess I can stick with. I can stick with it. I can go low too. Uh, Michael Cole is your uh, next. Your next. Uh, competitor i'm down with anybody who's undefeated at wrestlemania <laughs> oh because he beat jerry lawler yep oh. has a has a more uh has has a better percentage than the undertaker at this point oh god damn it yeah yeah i'll justify anything <laughs> <laughs> okay well continuing to load up your roster with tag teams i'm going with the blue brothers the oh, nice. And this is <laughs> and this is perfect because like it plays into the rule question that you asked about because my next pick is none other than one half of Skull and Eight Ball. <laughs> and I'm going with Eight Ball. <laughs> Good timing. I'm glad I'm glad you answered my question before that. Look at that. <laughs> foreshadowing yes yes all right and so going... we're in round number 10 this is flying by nice oh and, Ronald. am i still on my second uh second yes pick? okay yes you still got one more oh good well i mean and it is a it is a good sign that uh we are here and we're going so fast because i guarantee we're going to slow it down and get real nice and uh what's the word i'm looking for nice and douchey and uh, signs and douchey culminate to make up this person. And I'm going with Flock alumni, Lodi. Oh. Oh, I got nervous there for a little bit. Um, because I'm going to give you the way worse member of the Flock. And I just circled his name. I'm giving you Sick Boy. Ooh. <laughs> I like Sick Boy. He's okay. And last time... You gave me Domino, so I'm just going to go ahead and give you, speaking of douches, douche. Or deuce. Deuce nice. of deuce and Domino. Nice. I'll take it. He's a snooker. I'll, I'll take a snooker. Uh, maybe not, well, no. I mean, 
other than the the original Snuka, every other Snuka sucks. Um, he couldn't even catch Undertaker as a cameraman. Oh. Yeah. Well, this person is pretty much our go-to guy when it ever comes to whether or not we can hang in the ring today or not. And I'm going with Dr. Luther. <laughs> and now you talk about a flash in the pan and just a dud a of a character. Uh, this has eye roll written all over it. I'm going with Tiger Ali Singh. Wow. The best part of this for me is that I have not had to cross anybody off of my list that you picked so far. None of these people were on my list, which means there very well could be a part three of this bullshit. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <the> absolutely. <laughs> the, the, the amount of people that suck outnumber the people that are great a million to one. <laughs> Speaking of suck and maybe might be worse than Big Swole, Eva Marie, she is all yours, good oh, sir. Oh my goodness. Yes. I mean, at least she had a comeback. At least people wanted her back for a period of time. Whereas I think Big Swole is just gone and that's it. But now for something that's a little bit more obscure, oh. uh, we're going to have to go back to maybe Nexus 2.0? Eli Cottonwood. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. I got plans for him. Uh, Rod, you're surprised that I pulled that name, aren't you? Yeah, it's a, it's a little recent for you to know that. It's a little recent. Uh, well, this ought to be fun because this guy was one of the attractions, I mean, on paper, attractions for the WrestleMania that I feel is the best WrestleMania of all time. And I'm going with AK Bono. Oh, yes. And then at least, at least he drew money somewhere. Yes. I'll, I'll in yes. some form or fashion. Yes. Him and his diaper are going to be a welcome addition to your card. <laughs> oh, speaking of diapers and probably never changing one and being famous for having a baby, and that's it. I'm going with Kevin Federline. Oh, God. Yes. That's not fair. Oh, it's fair. He had a match with John Cena. Twice. See, now, the spirit of the rule was definitely that these people were actual wrestlers. No, no, no. And you went with, no, no, the letter of the rule said had a match on national television. On national television. <laughs> Absolutely. You could have picked Dennis Rodman, but that'll be for a draft where we actually pick our own rosters. Yeah, I, I say Dennis Rodman was actually pretty good. That was fun. Yeah. But uh, someone who was less good in one of those shitty matches, since you brought it up, you did this to yourself. Jay Leno is oh. your next wrestler. Yes. Oh, man. See? See, so Mr. <laughs> Complain About the Rules is using it to his advantage. Uh, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do you a favor here. Okay. I'm going to do you a favor because I already gave you God. So I'm just going to I'm gonna do some matchmaking for you. I'm going to take a little bit out of your hands. You won't have to think about this very much. I'm going to give you Zeus. Awesome. Awesome. I'm picturing Debo riding the bike down the street. And, and the uh, light shines on him suddenly. <laughs> yeah. And then he punks God and says, it's my universe, punk. <laughs> oh, see, I, I'm, I'm, I'm writing this myself. I, I mean, you, you pitched it and I'm writing it. This could be a take it up with creative. Now, I'm going back to the women well. And uh -oh. this is someone who's had a number of matches. And none of them were good, but they were all great on mute 
and maybe just from the entrance, you stop it there. And I'm going to go with Terry Runnels. All right. You could put her in there with Maurice and have a have a uh, you know have a very stereotypical attitude era match. You're being see now you're just being nice. That's fantastic. Is it fantastic? We're helping each other out with terrible, awful matches that nobody wants to see ever, <laughs> ever. And speaking of someone that nobody wants to see, this is someone that I've sang the praises of very much so, and uh, I can't believe we didn't draft him last time. And I'm going with Harvey Whippleman. Oh God. Everyone remembers the classic tuxedo match he had with Howard Finkel, who almost made the list, but I didn't think you deserve a voice like that on your card. <clears throat> well, I think I'm going to stay with Obscure. Yes. And I'm going to stay with NXT slash Nexus, whatever those things. I'm going to give you Michael Tarver. Oh, Michael Tarver. See, at least like when he got on the mic, I was interested. Then the bell rang to steal a quote. And, uh, okay, okay. And then I'll I'll take a cue from you. There's another one from my list. We're going back to WCW WrestleCrap Wrestling, The Renegade. Oh, amazing. Now, Not I... even the Ultimate Warrior, the rip-off Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> amazing. Now, have I mentioned that I'm going to need you to send me the roster because I'm not taking notes? No problem. Awesome. Tremendous. It is your pick, sir. Round number 17. Oh, man. See, now, I think I want to shuffle these around because I know none of these four left you have. But I think I want to put, move this one up just because I want to stay on topic. You picked from the first edition of NXT, and I'm going to as well. Uh-oh. Yes, that is right. I'm not even going to give you the the guy that he was known as and got over as. I'm giving you Skip Sheffield. <laughs> Move over, Ryback. You were just fine as old Skip. All right, all right. I'm not mad at it. And uh, and in that case, I don't have to cross Ryback off my list, and maybe we'll save him for part three. I don't know how I'm feeling. Ooh. Uh, all right, starting round number 18, Ronald. Okay, well, then I'm going to dip my hands into the old Tough Enough era. Oh, God, yes. Oh, yes. And this lady is god-awful. Nice person. Nice person, I'm sure. But she is well-known, better known for her matches, as the manager of the BDSM club, the Basham Brothers. I'm going with Shaniqua. A.K.A. Linda Miles for you uneducated wrestling fans at home. Shaniqua. All right. Stick it with WCW Wrestle Crap. Oz. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, Ronald, you've got Oz. I do have Oz, and I can't wait to sprinkle subtly that that's Kevin Nash under that gear the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> it's Oz, but, you know, but, but let's not forget who he became. <clears throat> oh, okay. Yeah. And then, and then here's one that I absolutely forgot about existing. Because he came up, everyone was like, okay, this is going to be the next big Samoan dude that's going to get over. And he disappeared almost immediately. I'm giving you Manu. Oh my gosh, I do remember Manu. <laughs> yeah. Man. He, like, he looked just like every other, you know, head shrinker, you know, uh, Samoan SWAT team dude. He came in, he looked fine. He wasn't bad and it just was there and then he wasn't. <laughs> and then, yeah, he just left well awesome well he'll definitely have a place on my card and i can't wait to use him well 
All right, Ronald, it's your final two picks. Final two picks. Okay, now this is going to be a doozy. This guy is the epitome of change the channel. He is the epitome of who cares. He is the who's who of who cares. And maybe his most claim to fame is that he's currently married or did marry a very good wrestler by the name of Jazz. I'm going with Rodney Mack. Now, I love that pick because I really think Rodney Mack is a hell of a worker. He was one of those guys like a Bob Holly for, you know, we talk about Bob Holly all the time where I'm like, why the fuck is this guy not getting a bigger push? Because he could go and he looked like a million bucks. I mean, you know, don't give him a mic. But <laughs> I was going to say, you must have been watching his matches with your eyes closed and ears closed. Oh, I might have to go back and review because I remember liking Rodney Mack very much and thinking he was going to be, you know, he could have got over. But all righty e- then. Not even the sweet velvety tones of Teddy Long can make that work. <laughs> now, for this pick, it's the main event. You're actually going to love it, but I think it's the only pick that I have where I'm actually playing to the judges. My final pick is Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. <laughs> that you just gave me a win with two out of the three judges right <laughs> because strap in for, <laughs> for all this shit that we just gave each other you just gave me a legitimate like main event world champion talent <laughs> that had 99.9999999% of wrestling fans think is great and one douchebag <laughs> thinks that he sucks <laughs> yeah i'm looking through this list and i don't i don't see i don't even see ricky the dragon steamboat carrying any of these people <laughs> there is that i mean he <laughs> could he could actually carry head but anybody could oh, oh god damn it oh i mean that is the problem like who the hell do i put him in there with that, exactly uh, is actually gonna draw money for fans but Oh, maybe I'll I'll keep it under wraps. I have there an idea. Go. I think it'll work, but we'll wait till next week before I spoil any of that. So since you were so kind to me, I feel like I'm going to give you one of the more over people on my list, just to be fair, because you just gave me freaking Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. So um, I'm not going to give you that guy. <clears throat> I'm going to get, okay. So very, very much over. Uh, Still a big hit at conventions everywhere now. Had one of the best entrances you'll ever see in the history of the wrestling business. That's right. It's Gilbert. I'm giving you Gilbert as your number 20 pick. Oh, man. With the sparklers. Sparklers. (laughs) Who's first? Such a good line. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think everyone sleeps on the power of Gilbert. Uh, he's working to this day as that gimmick. Correct. You ever think that he would make it as a as a fucking wish version of someone else that's over? <laughs> 
Wow, so neither of us had to cross anybody off our list. Nope, not That's at all. That's awesome because I made a list of about uh, 47 entities here, and uh, which means I still have 27 left, which means we could do another one of these. No problem. Oh, yeah, no. We're definitely oh. going to go back to the drawing board for this. We're definitely going to see a trilogy of this for sure. But so. <laughs> since I have it, since I have it right in front of me, I am going to read off your final roster that you're going to have to make a card out of, sir, and then you can give me All mine. Right. Are you ready? People yes, at home, sir. strap in, because Cole's card, well, Cole's roster for his card is none other than Dink, Head, David Arquette, David Flair, Vince Russo, Maurice, Nick Patrick, 8-Ball, Ice Train, Lodi, Dr. Luther, Tiger Ali Singh, Akibono, Kevin Federline, K-Fed for uh, our mainstream hip-hop fans, uh, Terry Runnels, Harvey Whippleman, Shaniqua of Tough Enough fame, Rodney Mack, Skip Sheffield, and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Uh, all right, so Ronald's roster that he gets to work with, making chicken salad next week. Big Swole. God. The Ascension. <laughs> the Gemini. Fake Razor Ramon. The Body Donnas. Van Hammer. Michael Cole. The Blue Brothers. Sick Boy. Deuce. Eva Marie. Eli Cottonwood, Jay Leno, Zeus, Michael Tarver, The Renegade, Oz, Manu, and Gilberg. God. Oh. This this <laughs> might be better than the first one. This is definitely way stiffer than the first one. <laughs> this is... Well, no, because the first one, we have it in our mind that these are the worst of the worst. We're gonna yeah. <laughs> we're gonna put these to the side because this is really bad. No, it's not the roster that's got to be bad. It's the matches that are gonna be. The, yeah, the cringe. No, I said, I said the first one we like picked real wrestlers at least. <laughs> you step in the oh. ring on national TV, you are fair game. Oh, I'm already looking forward to the next draft. If we could manage to make our rosters worse with each of these drafts somehow, when we were supposed to be starting with the worst. We could possibly come up with. Oh, oh, I'm excited. But for next week, uh, God damn it, Ron, this is gonna suck. <laughs> oh, next week is gonna be a party because I think <laughs> you can't get more of a party than our last round of um of a show with uh, booze and the dudes. Yeah. You know, as as chaotic as it was, uh, the, <laughs> the the funness shone through, and I'm excited. Oh, yeah. and we get to talk about just a plethora of bullshit. And uh, they're going to be caught off guard because they have no idea that this is a sabotage draft. They just think they're judging <laughs> a number, another draft. Yes. Okay. So do we want to like explain to them what it is, or just like go into it and not give explain give? Oh, them just a just just fucking own our rosters like we picked them. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. These yeah, see, yeah see, friend, <laughs> friends at friends at home. Like this is this is perfect. <laughs> friends at home, you're going to be in on the joke because technically. We're going to do the second round of this before this one, as we're recording, even airs. So they won't even get stooged off uh, prior when this drops. So folks at home, we're going to pretend this isn't the sabotage draft to our to our, <laughs> our uh, judges tomorrow, uh, next week. 
Wow, we just called it in the ring, ladies and gentlemen. Called it in the ring, ladies and gentlemen. You're with us. You're in our circle. And, uh, boy, I'm trying to get out of this uh, transition circle. (laughs) So, Cole, I mean, we we spent a lot of time. We got our draft in. We got our rosters. I am excited to work on this card, and I'm ready to just serve you a big pile. Why are we serving you a big pile of shit? I can't wait to make (laughs) gold out of this fucking lead that you gave me. (laughs) Now we got to go make some chicken salad. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, I guess that's going to do it for this week. Um god damn it head like ron why did you give me head <laughs> yeah i i'm just really good at giving head i guess uh you know this is the one time that you really wish you could deny head right <laughs> oh all right i'm gonna get to work because i'm gonna need as long as i possibly can up until the next recording session to make something out of this so for ron kilborn i am your host cole dawson saying thank you we love you and good night
Thanks for listening. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at Creative Team Pod or just the Creative Team on Facebook. Follow Cole Dawson on Twitter and Instagram at Cole2130. And follow yours truly at Ron underscore Kilborn. We'll see you next week on another episode of The Creative Team. Team.